everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hey everyone, it's Sophia. Welcome to Work in Progress. Hi, Whip Smarties. Today, we are going to do something a little different. I'm going to give you an update on what's going on with the show, what you have to look forward to, and I'm going to answer some of your questions. Thank you for sending in such thoughtful questions and asking about such interesting topics on our social media pages. It's been really, really fun to gather these in preparation for today. The idea is that I'm going to give you an update on the work in progress on work in progress. So many of you know that I started this show a year and a half ago because I genuinely wanted to talk to people that inspire me. And in so many conversations that I've been fortunate enough to have in the arenas of political activism and social change and entertainment and music and even with authors I geek out about and sometimes scientists I geek out about, I had this aha moment. It was like a light bulb went off and I realized it's such an immense privilege to get to speak to the people that I get to speak to all the time. And starting a podcast, inviting each and every one of you to sit across the desk from me and these incredible guests is really such a powerful way to spend that privilege, to democratize those conversations. While I can't give everyone Gloria Steinem's phone number so they can text her too, I can invite her on this podcast and you all can share in her wisdom as I get to soak it up. We get to do that together. And over these past 99 episodes, I've had the chance to speak with her and so many other incredible, amazing people. 
The experience has just been unbelievable and fulfilling and every person I've spoken to has excited me and enlightened me in ways that I wasn't expecting. And at the same time, so have all of you. Putting this out into the world and and letting you all in on these conversations has been just as exciting and enlightening. Your feedback is so thoughtful and meaningful. I'm, I'm so incredibly moved when one of you sends us a story about something that you learned, a conversation that you listened to on this podcast that made you feel brave enough or confident enough to then have a conversation with your family about something that matters to you. It's been so inspiring to see you guys send in photos of the books that you've ordered because they've been mentioned on this show. And I love seeing pictures of the notes that you're taking and all the pages in those books that you're folding over, you know I do the same. I'm just so happy that this show has meant something to you. And in case you missed our big news, which obviously is possible because there's one million things going on in the world, but in case you missed it, we are partnering for season two and beyond with Wondery. Now, Wondery is one of the best names in podcasts. This, to me, feels like when I was a journalism student and I would dream about maybe one day working at the New York Times. Like, I'm working with people who are making some of my favorite podcasts, who are telling some of the best stories. They're behind podcasts like Dr. Death, The Shrink Next Door, American Scandal, Dirty John, and Blood Ties. I'm obsessed with that one. I could not think of a better place to be continuing the work-in-progress journey. And part of the benefits of announcing a partnership like this, of being with a company like Wondery, is that I'm going to be able to offer you more content, like this episode, and more options, like Wondery Plus, where you can get episodes of work-in-progress ad-free and early. But honestly, most importantly, we're stepping up our game this season. I've got an incredible team of people who are all contributing to this podcast as we move into season two, and we are going to bring you some of our biggest guests and best conversations. If you've heard the trailer or seen the press, you know that this season, I can't believe I'm saying this, you know that this season we are talking to Hillary Clinton. Ah! I'm also speaking with Diane von Furstenberg and Andrew Yang. We're talking to Ben and Jerry, Gladys West, Kevin Love, Mae Martin. Oh my God. Have I talked about feel good on social media enough? I love it. And Chris Bosch is coming, just to name a few. In addition to that, we're going to be offering an extra episode a week this month on sustainability. Now, Many of you guys who've been here since the beginning will remember that last year we did some special podcast episodes with our friends over at Well and Good. They're one of my favorite lifestyle and wellness companies. And this year I got to have a really cool conversation with them on their video platform about sustainability. It was so incredibly inspiring that I decided to interview each of those sustainability experts for a special episode of Work in Progress. We're going to be talking about how to assess and lower your impact on this incredible planet in terms of how you live at home, in terms of fashion, in terms of the beauty products you use, and in terms of how the environment is political, how you can stand up and speak up for the places that you live in the ways that they need you to show up. So when I say we've got a lot coming up, I'm not kidding. I also want to take a minute and acknowledge some of the people who make this show possible. It takes a lot to make a podcast, even though you might not think it, because our job is to bring you a conversation that feels easy. 
But behind the scenes, there's scheduling, there's figuring out equipment, there's editing, and then there's editing, and have I mentioned that there's editing? <laughs> That's why I'm working with my friends at Rabbit Grin Productions to produce work in progress. Rob and Jeff from Rabbit Grin work on many of the podcasts you already listened to, and I feel like work in progress could not be in better hands with them. And of course, my OG producer and editor, Josh, who makes me sound great and who manages to edit out every time I trip over my words, Ashley, who helps me prepare for every interview, and my wonderful chief of staff who makes everything else in my life happen, Caitlin. Literally, I could not live or exist or avoid walking into walls without her. I am truly lucky to have all of these people be part of the Work in Progress team, and I am so excited that we've been able to build and expand this team for season two. You also might notice that we have some new artwork. Since there's a lot happening here, we thought it was the right time to put a fresh face on things. The world is opening up again, and like any good debut, we've got a new look. I want to thank the amazing design team behind this new art, the Hood Sisters, and my best friend and my collaborator and my sister from another mister, Babs Birchfield, who is the most talented artist, consultant, and creative mind for the inspiration, the support, and the amazing results. We also could not have made our new art without the wildly talented Ryan Pfluger. He and I shot for the first time together years ago in the before times when I spoke at a Teen Vogue summit, and I was so moved by my experience working with him. He captures people as they are. He makes you feel like the best version of yourself. He uses his camera lens to really look into people and if you follow him on Instagram, which you should, at Ryan Pfluger, you'll be so blown away by his portraits. One of the things I admire most about Ryan is not only is he a talented photographer, but he uses his work to talk about society. He highlights underrepresented communities, he champions social change, and he uses his platform for good. So obviously, we love being friends and collaborators. Altogether, many, many hours of thought, surfing Pinterest, listening to music for inspiration, and going over interactions and concepts led us to something that I think is beautiful and worthy of the work in progress name. So thank you to everyone who made it possible. And now, for all of you, our dear listeners, I want to take a minute and answer some of your questions. Over the last year and a half, we've gotten a lot of them about the show, about me, about how we make this, about the guests, and you've all been kind enough to submit questions on social media as well. If you have a question that doesn't get answered here today, you can hit us up on our socials, leave a comment, or shout it loudly into the air, and when I feel the hairs on the back of my neck perk up, I'll know it's you. But the first two are honestly probably the better options. Comment on Instagram or send us a note. We will definitely try to get to your questions as we do more and more of these. First question for today. Ooh, this is so hard. Who is your dream guest? I have so many and I've had so many on the podcast already. I'm floored by people who've said yes. I'm so excited about some of the people who've said yes, but schedules have not allowed them to be here yet. And did I mention... Hillary Clinton is our first guest this year. I'm, I'm not over it. It's fine. Um, I will say one of the things that I was reminded of, thanks to this pod, is the value of time and also how quickly it goes. When we first began work in progress, one of the first people who we said we absolutely had to interview was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And that was not actually going to be impossible. But she was also 
a queen of the universe and a Supreme Court judge. And so obviously very, very busy. Uh, (laughs) It was not an easy thing to try to get on the books. And life happened. And she passed away. And it's something that I will always be just so crushed about because I was really looking forward to getting to sit down and speak to her about her incredible legacy. And luckily for all of us, so much of her legacy is in the history books and is recorded and there are interviews and there are books and there are movies we can watch. So we have so much Ruth to glean and learn from. But man, oh man, I... I will never again say, oh, we'll get to it eventually. Get, get to things today. Uh, work on achieving your goals. Tell the people you love that you do. Because time's fleeting, man. Oh, what's been your favorite episode? Guys, this is not my spiritual gift. I am not good at picking a favorite. Um, it's kind of like asking a parent to pick their favorite child, except that I don't have like two or three children. I have 99 episodes and counting. So many of these conversations have felt luminous to me. They're so rich with information and thought and empathy and heart. And as I think about conversations that have just been so moving for me, people who I've had the luck to meet that I didn't know before, I mean, sitting down with Aaron Brockovich, who just is a social change leader and also by the way you know the movie about her was such an inspiration to me in my early career that was so crazy when we finished the episode and she said well just text me next time I was like what Aaron Brockovich okay uh that that felt like such a such a moment and like I said I didn't know her before I interviewed her and then I think about getting to interview my friend Jameel Smith who is a politics and identity and culture writer for Rolling Stone and such an incredible man, such an incredible friend, such an incredible ally. And even in the years of our friendship, there were things we talked about in our interview that were new to me. And that's one of the things I think I love most about the podcast space is that there is permission given when you sit across from someone and you're speaking into a microphone and you've got these headphones on and you're just, you're in this cocoon And it creates such an opportunity, such permission for intimacy and curiosity and revelation. And uh, I just love it the most. What is something I learned from season one? Oh, man. I think something that really crystallized for me over season one is how many things can be true at the same time. People can be successful and accomplished and still afraid. People can have done great things and still wonder if they have any more greatness left in them. Uh, We can be powerful and also fearful. We can create change and wonder if we're doing enough. The, The kind of dichotomy of being many things at once is the reality of all of us. And there's something about each person being willing to share who they are that reminds me that I'm allowed to be who I am. And it's been incredibly powerful to hear from all of you at home that you've had moments like that too. You've said, I feel so seen because of this conversation. Uh, This thing that this guest shared really made me feel better about myself or gave me permission to be myself. I think that there's something so 
powerful about communication. And I just really, I've learned so much, but that's the thing I think I come back to all the time. Oh, this is a good question. What is the story behind the podcast name? Okay, so here's a weird, fun, strange, I guess, byproduct of my day job, you know, my normal career. Having been on TV for so long uh, (laughs) in a digital age means that pretty much everything I've ever said in an interview is recorded somewhere. And I have such a deep relationship with you guys. I, I really feel such a kinship and I really feel such a kinship to my whole digital community. And so I see a lot of your feedback. And when I first put my big aha moment um, out into the world, you know, my my writing that this sentence came from, which, you know, then became quoted over and over again, um, it's the phrase, and I don't, I don't even know where it came from. It just came out of me one day. I said, you are allowed to be both a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. And I think that I said it because I wanted all of you to know it. And I think that I said it because I needed to remind myself that that was true, that you can be a masterpiece, meaning you can celebrate your wins. You can be proud of who you are. You can be fulfilled by your life and confident in your knowledge and be a work in progress. You can be setting goals. You can desire to achieve more. You can be always open to learning more, to changing your mind when you have more information. You can be proud of yourself and still be working on yourself simultaneously at the same time. And I needed to hear it. And a lot of you needed to hear it too. It is the thing I have said in, you know, 15 plus years in the public eye that has been reshared the most, reblogged the most, made into the most art on Pinterest. It has also been stolen the most by people who try to pass it off as their writing. And you guys are, are such an amazing troop of humans because you'll find it and make sure people credit me for it. You'll, you, you guys always are like, that's Sophia Bush's writing. And it means a lot to me. You know, it's when you share a piece of your, yourself, you know, a piece of your heart, it feels really personal. And so I, I'm so moved by the, by the impact of that share. And I am so grateful for the way that you all care about it. And I'm really glad that it's been, it's been this idea that, that feels anyway to me, like it's become kind of a foundational support for a lot of us, myself included. So God, I'm still answering this question. I'm really a long talker, aren't I? Um, I wanted to name the podcast Work in Progress because I knew that I needed to hear that. You're allowed to be a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. And I, I saw how it resonated with all of you. And it's not lost on me that so many of you have said to me over the years, well, you've figured it out. You know, you succeeded at a thing. There's this idea out there that someone who's done something or achieved something has arrived, but I don't feel like I've arrived. I feel like I'm still going. 
And any achievement or, or modicum of success doesn't take away your doubt, your fear, your vulnerability, your emotions. And I, I realized that the more that I was honest with that about you all, the more you felt like you could be honest about that in your own lives. And then I thought, well, look at all these people who I look up to, who I consider mentors, who so many of us idolize um, for their brilliance, their achievements, what they've created. They're all still just trying to figure it out too. And so to invite people who I really admire and look up to, who I really think deserve to have a spotlight shown on them and their work on this show and hear how they're figuring it out too, just feels like the coolest adventure. So that's the story behind the name. That's, um, that's the intention behind the, the energy of it. And I'm really glad that that feels good to you guys. Oh, which guest has surprised me the most? Oh my God, you guys, these are, these are tough questions. Um, you know, what's really funny. I'm actually going to look at our Instagram page and I'm going to look at all these guests faces. It's really hard to think about who surprised me the most because I've learned so many, so many things from every person who's come on this show. I think one of the things that probably surprised me most though, was very early on speaking to Chelsea Handler about therapy, about loss. You know, Chelsea is one of the funniest women on the planet. Her entire career revolves around comedy. And for her to get so honest with the millions and millions of people who are her fans about learning as an adult what her brother dying when she was a child meant to her in, in that deep sense of how it imprinted on her, how it affected her. I, I was blown away by the level of work she'd done and by her willingness to talk about it. You know, so many, so many of us don't want to talk about our deepest wounds with the world. And she just showed up and was like, let's get into it. And there was so much joy in our conversation and so much laughter and then, oh my God, this, this well of just soulfulness, I, I was so bowled over by her, her bravery and her willingness. I just, oh, I really loved it. I was also like surprised, but not surprised by Mary Trump. You know, she had so much to share at such a critical juncture, um, in our nation's history and, you know, in the United States election and, I was so grateful that she was really willing to to lay it all out there in the way that she did. Yeah, so much that is surprising. Also, oh my goodness, I was not surprised by Cori Bush being so fierce. What surprised me was, and you know, I got to interview her in the before time, so we got to be together. What surprised me about her was how clear that energy of ferocity for her community, you know, running for Congress, um, having been a nurse, all, all of the ways in which she's dedicated to people being with her in person. 
you could quite literally feel how rooted in love her fight is, how rooted in love of community. I mean, being with Cori Bush is like being hugged and also like being reminded that you are more capable than you think you are and you can get out there and you can do the work. She is just unbelievable. But yeah, I was, I was amazed by, by what her energy felt like, which was so cool. Ooh, what podcasts do I listen to? Well, I listen to The Daily. I, I love waking up and starting my day with that. I make coffee. I listen to The Daily. It's the thing you need to know every day from The New York Times. Um, I love Up First from NPR. I love The Touray Show. I'm also a nerd about Radiolab. I just think it's so good. I love Guilty Feminist. I love uh, The TED Radio Hour and consider this. Those are so good. On Being with Krista Tippett is is my go-to for spiritual thought and, you know, feeling connected to the universe. Tara Brack is a phenomenal meditation teacher. I love to listen to her. I've got some friends with great podcasts, like That's So Retrograde from Elizabeth and Stephanie. Dax's podcast, Armchair Expert, is phenomenal. Amanda's Seals and Small Doses. My God, is she so funny. And, uh, oh my gosh, have you, wow, I just, I just realized I've asked this question as though I can hear you respond. <laughs> I was just going to say, have you all listened to Table Manners by Jessie Ware? That's a really good one. It's her and her mom, uh, you know, talking about music and food and life. And I, I just love it. So yeah, those are, those are some of the podcasts that I really enjoy. What am I reading these days? Oh my goodness. Well, to prepare for the interview with Diane von Furstenberg, I read her new book, Own It, A Guide to Life. And it's such a cool concept. It's kind of like a, an alphabet on emotions. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I was incredibly moved by Cast by Isabel Wilkerson. What a profound book especially to read in the backdrop of you know this last year and and the global movement for black lives matter um i'm reading a book by a woman named mieko kawakami called breasts and eggs it's a beautiful beautiful novel um that i've just been really really moved by um, Maria Popova is also one of my favorite writers. Her website, Brain Pickings, is phenomenal, and her book is beautiful. I also order a lot of books off of her website. My bookshop.org orders have really been up this year as we've all been home. And I've really been diving into a lot of design books, just nerding out on architecture and I'm also a huge fan of essays and there's a a book that gets published every year called, you know, the the year's great American essays and I've been I've really enjoyed reading that over the years too. So, many many things for you to examine if you're a fellow bookworm. Um, oh, this is a great question. How can I get involved in progressive causes in my area? Okay. So, one of the things that I think is the best if you are starting on your road to local advocacy is to help the helpers. Look for the people in your community who are doing good work and show up to learn. 
we have so much that we can do by giving our time and attention to causes. And you can show up and sit up, you know, there's, there's the whole idea of show up, stand up, speak up, but first show up and listen up, listen to the people who are doing the work and learn from them. And I think that that's true for local advocacy. So we're all very blessed. We live in the internet age. Type an issue you care about and your city into Google and see what comes up. Also look for tips online from activists who you follow. So I obviously share a lot of information on, you know, activism and causes. Follow those people who I'm reposting. Follow the people who they repost. Follow activists who are leading movements you respect and see who they're sharing about. And you will find resources. You will be able to go down those rabbit holes of information and figure out organizations that you might want to volunteer for. Uh, books to read, things to learn, Google Docs to research. Many people share them on topics that matter. And, and within those docs, you can find organizations. And on a national level, I think something that's incredibly important is to make sure you're paying attention to what's going on with bills and proposals. I think also a way to bridge local and national call your elected officials. I have a reminder in my calendar. Every Monday, I call my senators. It doesn't take long. The Senate switchboard is, you know, a public phone number. Then you just say who your senator is. You can leave a message. Let people know what matters to you, not just what you're upset about, but what you believe in. Let your senators know that you want to see a Green New Deal and a Blue New Deal. Let your senators know that you believe in fighting for the environment. Let them know that you want indigenous lands protected. Let them know that they must reinstate the Violence Against Women Act. Let them know that background checks matter to Americans because over 90% of us agree that they should exist. So let's make it happen. All of these things, you know, political activism doesn't have to feel like a drag or a chore. It can actually feel like a deeply positive and exciting place to go to support people, to support yourself, your family, your community, your neighbors, your city, your state. It's it's a pretty cool space to get involved in. So go and inspect. Also make sure you're vetting information that you're reading because misinformation is out there and it is not cool. Um, make sure that, you know, you're you're sharing truth, you're seeking truth, and and you're standing up for others. And I think it's a pretty good way to begin. Um, final, <laughs> final question for today. Can you have AOC on the pod? Oh, y'all, I would love to. I just think she is the coolest. I, I honestly, I just need her to say yes. I mean, Alexandria, you know that you're my hero. Uh, let's make it happen. Also, you know, asterisk, LOL. I know you're <laughs> maybe one of the busiest women who is an elected official in the country right now. So I'm aware you don't have a lot of gaps in your schedule. But to the fans of Work in Progress and the fans of AOC, yes, we are very down for a WIPXAOC experience. These have been such good questions, guys. I can't believe that I've just been chatting this way in one direction <laughs> for so long. I'm used to conversations on the pod, but this has felt very cool because it feels like a conversation with all of you. And we couldn't do this without you guys. You are 
cherished and appreciated. Thank you for being our fans and listeners. Thank you for sharing about the podcast. We hope that with all this new artwork and cool social assets and things coming your way, you'll have even more to share. Tell your friends, make sure you're subscribed to Work in Progress wherever you listen to podcasts, and we will see you on the airwaves. (laughs) 